created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. God bless you all and welcome to the Apocalyptic Zone. This is Pastor Omar and, and today we're going to talk about Matthew chapter 24 and we're going to read from verses 3 to 14. If we don't finish, we will continue. We'll do a part 2 in the next podcast. But today we're going to begin with Matthew chapter 24 verse 3 to 14. Please open your Bibles with me. If you can't open them because you're driving, it's fine. When you get home, read it for yourself. But Matthew 24 is going to, is an Excellent, excellent source of of, of what is going to happen uh, of end times, or what's going to ha- what's happening now, what's going to happen in the future. Okay, so let's open our Bibles of Matthew chapter twenty four, and it's very interesting that we're going to read here in in verse three is that the disciples asked Jesus three questions. Okay, three questions, and Jesus he answered them in order, and he gave them the order of how the events were going to occur very beautifully. Jesus is just amazing. And, and he, he, there's three questions, and he answers them in the order as the disciples asked, and at the same time, in, in the order of how the events are going to take place, especially in the time frame, okay? So, let's go, let's deep down inside, let's get into this right now, Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, and we're going to read the Word of God, and we read the Word of God in Jesus' name, it says, And he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? You see, those are three questions. Once again, the three questions was um, was to us, when shall these things be? All right, that's question number one. When shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? That's question number two. And of the end of the world. Okay, those are the three questions that the disciples came privately to ask Jesus. What Let's read verse 4. And Jesus answered unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you. Verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. Yes. Um, how many times you have heard people out there saying, Oh, I am Jesus Christ. I, I am the Christ. But let me tell you something. See, during the tribulation, the Antichrist will come on the scene, deceiving and uniting the world. But Jesus warned of many false Christs and prophets leading up to the during that time. These will speak with passion and deceive many. Listen, when you go to Matthew 24, 24, this is what the Word of God says as well. For there shall rise false Christs and false prophets and shall great signs and wonders so much that if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect and and, and this is very important right now the times that we're living there are churches or there are pastors that are doing all these miracles listen we have to test the spirits it's very important because yes Many are miracles from God. Many are being delivered. Many are being um, uh, are being um, healed in the name of Jesus Christ. But many of them are false miracles. The devil 
knows how to do false miracles as well, making it seem that it is from God and it is not from God, just to deceive you. If, if, if a church is doing miracles, but they teach something that is not Jesus Christ, they teach something that is not from the Word of God, then those miracles are not from God. Everything has to be according to the Word of God. We cannot get out of the Word of God. Amen? So we need to be very, very careful. Now, even some of the... And, and what I was saying Matthew 20 24 is that even some of the saved by grace will be tempted to believe this message of deception. We will have witnessed the rise and fall of many charismatic leaders throughout history. We've seen them. For example, you know, when, when Hitler deceived the Germans leading up to um, the World War II, that happened. In modern times, men like Jim Jones and David Koresh claimed to be Messiah. Um, and, 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 and they gather a following of believers. A lot of believers follow, especially David Koresh. And they die really bad. Um, dictators in certain countries have a godlike status, you know, right? For the people follow them and they and, and, and they question them. They don't question their devotion. Some deception will come to increase as we approach on the Lord's return, all right? So as we're getting closer to the end of time, a lot of these 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 false leaders are coming out saying that they're God or, or they're Jesus or or, or and people are believing and they're following their ways. So we need to be very careful, okay? Very careful in these times. You know, um, um, a lot of these leaders think that they're their own God. And so a lot of these leaders, that they're, they're atheists. A lot of these leaders don't believe in the Bible. A lot of these leaders are trying to change the times and the laws that goes against the word of God. Even here in America, they took out the Bibles from, from the schools, right? And, and so we need to be very careful here in America in the schools. They, they're, listen, they put yoga. They put yoga in the schools now, right? So we, you know, for the kids to do yoga, but they cannot even read a verse. We need to be very careful. These are the times that we're living, okay? That's why we're living in the end of days. So it's very, very, we need to be very careful. But let's continue to read. Look what it says, verse 6. And you shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Yes, listen, there's been there's been wars through the history of time, okay? And um, there's a, a study that I have, and um, I'm going to bring it here at the podcast as well in this channel, and I'm going to bring it to my local church, um, you know, there's a lot of ministers that say, oh, yeah, oh, we're not living in the end days because the Bible says that it's just we have to be in the same days as Noah. And I think they just don't understand that concept. Listen, we are living the same day of Noah. The description that gives you of the days of Noah is the same time. It's, it's the same thing that we're living and even worse in this time, okay? Because coronavirus came to the scene and slowed down things a bit. It doesn't mean that we're living the last days. Let me tell you something. Right now, people are going crazy out there. Um, as coronavirus starting, numbers are starting to go down, people are living crazy. A lot of clubs are open. They're partying. A lot of murders are going on, especially here in New York, like a rate like never before. So um, people are just getting out of their houses all crazy and want to do crazy things. We're living in the last days, church. But, you know, through this channel, we're going to prove to you in every way that these are the times. These are the times that Jesus Christ was talking about. Amen. Now, you know, in my lifetime, this I'll be honest, there have been a few days of peace upon the earth. In, in you know, because the, I, I myself, I experienced seeing the Iraq War take place, um, 2000, um, when 
Um, 2001 happened on 9/11. Uh, the Twin Towers. I was, I, I, I worked in a in, in a bank in the city, and I was on the 25th floor, and I saw um, when the planes hit the Twin Towers. I experienced that myself. I was there. You know, um, there have been civil war in Africa for many years. Okay, um, we're talking about what happened with Ukraine and ongoing war with Russia. Um, China and India almost blew themselves up years ago. I'm threatening to throw their nuclear missiles. So, and then and then the United States facing threats from North Korea, um, Iran, Russia. You know, and even China, um, um, Israel, always facing threat from all these nations as well. Um, you know, <laughs> um, they, they want to attack them and destroy them. And so, you know, the stage is set already for the Lord, Lord to return. The stage is set. Okay. So when we read these verses, you know, these things has happened already, but they're happening more even with more volume. Okay, they're happening even more with intensity. Okay, so these things that are happening, Matthew, are happening worse. When Jesus told the disciples about this 2,000 years ago, these events weren't happening yet to the intensity that's happening now. Amen. And so that's why is Matthew 24 is for us today and for what is to come. Amen. Glory to God. So let's let's read verse seven through eight. Let's see what, what it says in the word of God. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquake in devised places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And so church, we are in the beginning of birth pains. But I tell you the truth, we are in the midst of birth pains. And, and, and these birth pains are getting worse and worse because the baby is about to come out hallelujah look at what verse 7 and 8 there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in divine places listen we just had coronavirus we still have it to this day all around the world i mean for the first time in the history of the world the whole world was shut down for a time because of coronavirus that has never happened before never in the in the face in this time of the earth that has never happened where you can shut everything down all right where the streets were empty everywhere you went new york city being empty new york city is one of the places where there's many people empty the streets of china being empty japan being empty listen this was and it happened in one day. The whole world was pretty much shut down. This never happened in the history. And it happened through coronavirus, right? So, Jesus also warned of global natural disasters. And that will increase in number and in strength as we draw near to his coming. Everything that Jesus had mentioned up to this point will be just the beginning of sorrows. There are signs that we're getting close to the end. Oh, hallelujah. The, what I just said, the, the, the famines, right? I mean, <laughs> Corona was something we never saw, you know, but, and, 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 and how about starvation? There's a lot of starvation in the world that has, is occurring this day. Africa is still starving in many places, okay? Many people are dying, are dying of starvation. They're dying of sickness. Uh, and it's been an increase and increase as time has passed by. Listen, when we study the book of Revelation, we discover that 25% of the world population will die at one time, okay? When we study the book of Revelation, we're going to get into That's going to be another study. 25% of the pop world population will die at one time. In one moment, they're all going to die. And because there's, there, there's a lot of horrible events that are going to take place. But what's going on right now, it is the beginning of of birth pains and to me it is the beginning of the end of the birth pains amen um how about earthquakes listen listen i got numbers i got numbers um that if you come to the local church 
uh, on Fridays in August, we're going to be doing Bible studies, and we're going to be talking about a lot of things. Um, um, and, and, and earthquakes have increased throughout history like never before, never before. We have so many earthquakes, earthquakes um, last year and this year, it, you don't imagine. And so Jesus warned of earthquakes hitting many areas throughout the world. So, you know, it, let, me, let me tell you something. Years ago, there were an estimate of several million earthquakes each year. Now that's increased. Million earthquakes each year. That's a lot. The earth is shaking. You know why the earth is shaking? Because it's also waiting for the redemption of God. Hallelujah. Oh, he's the, the earth wants, there's so much sin in this earth that this earth is just shaking, waiting for Jesus to come for his church. And, 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 and it's a beautiful church. It's beautiful. Hallelujah. But this is what's going on. So the, the, um, the disciples were finding out everything the Lord is telling them. 2,000 years ago, and now we're seeing everything come to pass. Let's continue to read. And then look at what verse 9 says. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Hallelujah. Wow. Let me tell you something. There is affliction going on right now in this world, okay? Uh, right now, there is a lot of nations that hate Jesus Christ. The world, a lot of the places in the world, they hate Jesus. But this is the beginning of hate. It's going to get worse, especially in the, during the tribulation period. Oh, the name, oh, they're going to hate Jesus. If they hate him now, they're going to hate him worse. But right now, there's people dying in the name of Jesus. There's people dying overseas in the name of Jesus. There's people right now being, their heads are being cut off in the name of Jesus. And this is just the beginning of so Wait till the tribulation period comes. It's going to get worse because they hate the name of Jesus. That You can't even speak about Jesus in, 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 the, in the schools because the kid could get suspended. It's sad. But yeah, you can speak about other, other religions and it's not a problem. But if it's in the name of Jesus, that's a problem. And, and it's crazy. It's like, for example, we, we had the baptism on Saturday. And, and they were playing worldly music in, in one side and the other side and the other side. And we decided to put the worship up a little bit. And it wasn't too high. And, and, and they came to us and said that we had to lower our music down. Because it was going dis to disturbing the other neighbors while they had their worldly music. So that is the world we're living. They didn't say anything to them. They had worldly music. But they said it to us because we're playing worship music. You see... <laughs> The world doesn't want to listen to God. The world is, is just, they don't want nothing to do with God. But I pray in Jesus' name, and I tell you right now, us that we're Christians, that we profess Christian, um, we profess Jesus, let's keep that going. Let's keep that fire going. Don't let it burn down. Do not become lukewarm. And, and, and do not reflect the world, but let's reflect Jesus Christ. It's very important, church. We need to continue to fight. We need to continue to represent Jesus in our lives. Hallelujah. The Bible says in verse 9, they shall be, you, you shall, they deliver you to be afflicted and shall kill you, and you shall be hated by all nations for my sake. Jesus speaks of the day leading up to the appearance of the Antichrist. In those days, nearing the end times, believers will be afflicted, and some of them will even be killed. They will be apprehended and detained for the faith in Christ while being arrested. Many, many of them will suffer intense persecution and even death. 
The whole world will come to a point that they will hate you because of Jesus. You can feel the Lord is coming due to the affliction. Christians are suffering around the world, church. There, there's a report that between, let me tell you something, between 2005 and 2015, there were an estimated 900,000 Christians who died for their faith. 900,000 Christians in 10 years died for their faith. Imagine during the tribulation period. It's crazy. It is crazy. But look at what verse 10 says. Verse 10 says, And they shall be offended, and they shall betray one another, and they shall hate one another. And yes, betrayal. I'm sorry to say betrayal. It is tough. It is happening these times. Right now, betrayal is... Listen, this is not the world betraying. When we talk about betrayal, the world's going to betray each other. A person is unbeliever easily will betray his brother, his sister, his mom, whatever the case is. But when you're talking about Christians betraying Christians, when you're talking about pastors betraying pastors, when you're talking about ministers betraying ministers, okay? When you're talking about, you know, sheep betraying their pastors, it is happening in these times. It is sad to say that betrayal is high. Why? For a position. Why? For power. You have pastors taking sheep from other pastors just to have numbers. Okay? This is happening, Lord. This is happening in these times, church. And it's sad to say. You see, and, and, and I'll tell you, betrayal is at all time big in these times. You know, and they shall be may be offended, they shall betray one another, and they shall hate one another. As we draw near to the end time, Jesus warned of intense betrayal of Christians by those who know them, especially Christians with Christians. Such betrayal is an offense and is common today. In many parts of the world, believers feel to make the newfound faith in Christ public. They can't even trust their families and friends. Persecutions are in death. Are a reality. So many of these are forced to serve the Lord in silence in underground churches like China. A lot of churches in underground like China is. Oh man, I saw something very interesting, and um, and it was about a pastor that went to China, and he went and met up in a hotel room, and I think there were maybe like I don't know, maybe eight or eleven of them, not many of them. I'm not too sure the number and. And they were there, and 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 they and these people travel for days. These people travel for days just to re, to get into that room to hear the word of God, and they didn't even eat for days to get to that room to 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 hear the word of God. And this pastor was amazed as he was giving the word how how they share each other's Bibles because they only had two or three Bibles and 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 a couple of them that did not that knew the word by their hearts gave to the Bibles to those who did not know the word completely. And the beautiful part about this is that those Chinese people asked this American pastor, this American evangelist, and said, "Listen, we want to be like you." We want to be like your people. He says, no, you don't want to be like us. He says, we should be like you. You see, in America, he says, people complain to get up early in the morning to go to church while you travel days just to get here. People complain that the services are too long. Okay, it's been an hour and a half. I want to go eat. But you guys have not eaten for days and you're hearing the word of God. 
People complain that they're too tired to pray, that the weather is bad, and I'm not going to go to church, that I'm too tired, I work too hard, and I'm too tired. And you guys are here listening to me to preach for eight, nine hours while you haven't eaten nothing yet. He says, we cannot, you cannot be like us. We need to be like you. And so let me tell you something in this day. And, and, and I get emotional because you know what? Those are true Christians. Those are true followers of Christ. That they will do anything for Jesus Christ. While us, we complain of the little things. We have it so good and we complain. We don't want to go to church because I'm too tired. I, had, I worked too many hours, so I'm not going to go to church tomorrow. I'll go next week. I'm not going to pray because I'm too tired. And then we ask ourselves, when things are going wrong, we start blaming God. Lord, why? Why you haven't answered my prayer? Why this? Why that? We question everything of God, right? And we complain, but what are we doing for God? Especially in these times. The Lord gives you gifts. To use them for his will. And you bury them. And you complain. Because God hasn't answered the prayers. That you have prayed for. Church. We need, it to get to, we need to get it together. We need to get together. And this time verse 10. Betrayal is high. Members betraying other members. Members sheep. Betraying their pastors to go with other pastors. Pastor taking sheep from other churches just to get their numbers higher. We work for one kingdom. Hello? One kingdom. That's what we were. We work for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. But let's continue. I, ha I had to say that. I'm going to say what comes out in the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is a channel that, listen, we're not holding back. The truth will be said because the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. So, verse and, and you know, verse 10, when it says, and they shall be be offended. Many people offended because they don't like correction. In this in this America, in these United States, a lot of the members from the church, a lot of the sheep do not like correction. They do something wrong, the pastors correct them, they don't like it, they flee, they go to other churches. And then it's going to come a time, all right, that that pastor will correct you and you're going to flee and you're going to go to other churches. And that's how it is. And you know what? That is not from God. But let's continue. Verse 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Many false prophets shall rise and shall receive many. False prophets. What? False doctrine. Okay. There will arise many false prophets that are going to deceive many. These will preach a message of deception. You need to be careful, church. And yet many will believe their doctrine and follow them. You know why they believe their doctrine and follow them? Because you're not reading the word of God. You need to get with Jesus. You need to get with the word of God. Hallelujah. You need to follow those who preach and teach the word of God. Not a deception. Let me tell you something. We know that God will preserve the 144,000 to preach the true gospel during the great tribulation. But sadly, many will follow the false teachers of false prophets into deception. Satan knows he cannot defeat the church and the truth of the gospel, but he is a master of creating counterfeits of deception. You see, Satan will come with something that looks real, that looks true, but is not true to the core. He is a deception. 
again. Hallelujah. He 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 went to Eve and said, you should, you're not going to die. You're going to be like God. You're going to know good and evil. That's a deception. Yes, if you eat from the fruit, you will know good and evil. You will know it. But you, but he said you will not die. And surely they did die. They didn't die instantly physically. But the moment they ate from the fruit, they died spiritually. They lost that connection with God. Hallelujah. And physically, they died. They went from immorality to becoming moral. They had it all and they lost it in one day, in one moment. We need to be careful, church, that we do not lose what we have in a moment where we give we give in to the deceptions. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Many today preach a false gospel under the banner of Christianity. Yes, they preach a false gospel. They fe- tre- preach a false Jesus. Hallelujah. You have to be careful which Jesus you're, you're praising, which Jesus you're worshiping. Hallelujah. You need to worship the Jesus of the Bible, not a Jesus made up by man or by, um, by, by false prophets or pastors, false prophets preaching a false Jesus. There is no call for repentance of faith. It's just a universal acceptance. A name, oh yeah, I am a Christian, is a name without fruits. You need to be careful, church. You cannot be a name without fruit. You need to reflect and walk in the fruit of the Spirit. There's no mention of sacrificial living or complete transformation in Christ. They preach a shallow, a cheap gospel. or oh, a cheap gospel that is all to the itching ears. Hallelujah. You need to be careful, church. This is what's happening in these days. And Jesus spoke about this. Hallelujah. In Matthew 24, in this verse 11, Jesus spoke about this. And you need to be very careful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These typically preach a gospel centered on human effort and social affluence. The true gospel has become so watered down by many well-known preachers today that I can see how easily people will deceive during the tribulation. Listen, it's not about the numbers. Uh, it's not about the numbers. It's about the quantity. Don't go because the church has many people. It's not about the numbers. There are many people that come and they leave the way they are. You need to be careful. Hallelujah. If the church, it has to be a church that preaches the true gospel of Jesus Christ. You have to be very careful. The true gospel has become so watered down that many known preachers today, hallelujah, are there to deceive you. They're there to, they're gonna lead people easily during the tribulation period. Those who deceive will accept any form of religion or theology that promotes and satisfies the flesh. Okay, these let me tell you, these teachings are to satisfy the flesh. I know we don't like it, but the Lord is much more concerned with our holiness than with our happiness. Yes, we want to be happy, but we need to be in holiness. And if holiness takes us away of our happiness because it's hitting our flesh, then let it be so. Hallelujah. I want to be saved. I don't want to be lost, church. Verse 12. And because the iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. 
Hallelujah. And this is pointing towards the lukewarm. Hello, lukewarms. If you hear me out there, it's time to repent. It's time to get it together with God. You're, oh, listen. Verse 12 is for you. And because your iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. If you're feeling cold today, it's time to repent. Your sin is making you cold. Your sin is directing you to hell. And you need to repent today. It is time to repent. In verse 12, it's telling you. I'm going to read it again and again. And because your iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall be waxed as cold a lukewarm. When you lukewarm, the Bible says he'll spit you out. And if you're spit out, you become cold. Cold and cold. You The Bible says rather be cold or hot. But if you're lukewarm, he shall spit you out. It is time, Lord. It is time, church. You need to get it together with Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Jesus warned of the abundance of iniquity in the last days. This speaks of sin and, un and unrighteousness. We cannot accept for anything different in our modern society. Morality and decency have been abandoned for the pleasure and satisfaction. Innocent babies have been aborted by the millions. And mostly because America has decided that people cannot behave as they please without dealing with the consequences of their behavior. Murder and violence are on the increase and there seems to be no value for human life. As bad as it is today, it will get much worse. It will get worse, church. It will get worse, verse 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And I'm going to conclude with this, church. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all the world for a witness and to all nations. And then the end shall, and shall the end come. Jesus declaring before his second coming that the gospel must be preached for all witness to all nations. The gospel must be taken the, to the ends of the earth, reaching to the unreached regions before the end will come. This gospel is being preached to the end. The end is not the rapture. The end is the end of the tribulation. There will be 144,000 men of virgin Jews. They're going to preach the gospel during the tribulation period. The two prophets that are coming back will preach for 1,260 days. That is three and a half years. They're going to preach the gospel and during the tribulation as well. The gospel is going to be preached to the ends of the earth. And the end will come. The end is the second coming of Christ that happens at the end of the seven year tribulation period. Church, verse 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. We need to endure in these times. And I'm going to end here because I'm going to, in one minute, I'll end here. It'll be 30 minutes of this. Listen. We need to continue to endure to the end. The Lord is coming soon. That trump is about to sound. We're going to be raptured up, okay? We're going to be caught up in the heart puzzle. It's going to happen. But we need to continue to strive forward. Continue to strive forward. Continue to seek God. Continue to seek Him all your heart and all your soul. Continue to be on fire for God. Continue to preach the word. Teach the word. We need to be delivered, church. There's a lot of Christians that are that have a lot of attachments that need deliverance. We need to be deliverance daily. Whatever is holding us back, whatever demonic influence holding us back we need deliverance we need to be deliverance let's be a church of deliverance hallelujah god bless you all and thank you thank you once again we will continue with another segment coming soon um once again we are located at 1214 southern boulevard in the bronx we have services on fridays 
from 8 to, to 10, and we have services on Sunday mornings from 9 to 11. All are welcome. Come and join us. Um, so we're going to have a Holy Ghost party. We're going to have a great time with the Lord. We're going to come and worship the Lord in spirit of truth. If you're looking for a church, a spirit-filled church, that the fire of God, we have the fire of God. We are there. We're not going to sugarcoat things. We're going to love you. We're going to hug you. We're going we're gonna to do this together in Jesus' name. God bless you all, and thank you for joining Apocalyptic Zone. Have a great day today. Amen.